Let's check up. Let's check up. Pull up a chair for the midweek checkup now. Welcome to the midweek checkup. My name is Bobby Gillis, and I'm joined by Lindsay Blair. This past Sunday, Pastor Travis McGowan returned to the pulpit following a six-month sabbatical. He preached from Matthew 27, verses 11 through 44, showing us that hope overturns suffering. I loved his concrete call to refuse to let ourselves be co-opted by political posturing and hateful rhetoric. As we've said many times, healthy families can have hard conversations, and we can do so with charitable hearts toward one another. Travis fleshed that out really well. Lindsay, what stood out to you? Well, in this passage that we read, we see that Jesus was humble, full of wisdom, and committed to doing the will of God every step of the way. Pastor Travis said that he was silent and strong, which is quite a contrast to Pilate being loud and weak. Jesus was mocked, ridiculed, and beaten, yet he maintained his humble and strong posture, fulfilling the prophecies from the book of Isaiah and some of the Psalms that Travis referred to. But for anyone who missed the sermon or needs help remembering, let's do a quick recap. First, Pastor Travis said, hope overturns suffering by quieting the noises of the moment. We looked at the silence of Jesus before his accusers and Pilate. The noise of the crowd was driven by envy and self-interest. Just as in the days when Matthew was writing this gospel, political climates change quickly in our day. And once the moment intensifies, things can get hostile and even violent before we know it. We've seen hostility and defensiveness even in our own congregation. Self-interest is not limited to either political party. We must ask ourselves, what do we do when the noises of the crowd get louder? Self-interest, envy, political violence, these are not the way of Christ. So we must pray that we are not led into temptation. Hope also overturns suffering by shouldering the weight of pain. Almost all of us get cranky when we aren't feeling well or when we're isolated. Jesus went through three Jewish trials and three Roman trials being mocked at every turn. No one supported him. He alone bore the weight. So he knows what it's like to suffer and to be isolated. This means that he can carry us in our weakness. It also means that he can help us support others in their affliction and loneliness. We can ask ourselves, how might God use me to shoulder the pain of others? How might God use me to help someone in their hour of temptation? Finally, hope overturns suffering by enabling us to see the invisible hand of God. Throughout the trial of Jesus, there is no sign that God is at work. No evidence in the gospel of the Father moving behind the scenes. Nothing about the Spirit. Even Jesus is silent, like a lamb led to the slaughter. But God's hand was at work, leading to the cross, where he would defeat Satan, sin, and death in the most surprising of ways. So whether we see him or we don't, whether we feel him or we don't, God is working all things for our good. Amen. And that leads us into this coming Sunday. We'll look at the crucifixion and burial of Jesus. Death is the ultimate problem and biggest fear of all humanity. God solves this problem in the most surprising of ways. He dies himself. Join us online or in person. We'll see you then.